0: Do you know what I'm thinking, God? Good evening? <laughs> How did you know that? You are all-knowing. Hmm, yeah, well, me and Tony, that's a chat grammar rules. We don't need words. We can sense each other's needs. Well, at least Tony can. Hey, look, speaking of needs, ah, uh, transition. I don't know if you've ever had a long-term relationship. Have you? Or are you a
1: player, huh? Flitting in and out of people's lives? Come on, dish. Well, I've been in a 40-year
0: relationship. I know, I don't look old enough. <laughs> you, you are a charmer. What I find, what I found, well, there's lots of things that I found, but one that has and continues to fascinate me is
1: mind reading.
0: I'm serious. This is not some Barnum BS. After forty years, there are many a times when Diane or I will say something that I was or she was privately thinking about, and boom, she starts or I start talking about it. It's not a coincidence. There are no coincidences. We are one mind. God, please help Diane. So what is going on here, guys? Do we have untapped powers? Are we more mindfully muscled than we know? Well, we only use, they say, what, 10% of our brain's capacity? And these days, that is a high estimate. But what about this feeling, what the other is thinking? I mean, is a long-term relationship, be it friendly or sexual, is this a, a, a portal into the spirit of another Do the edges of the flesh start to fray, give way unbeknownst to us? Does the spirit seep out like other things seem to be doing more these days? I said it before that you, being all forms of sexual variation, separated yourself, I think, on purpose to allow for a drama, a dance. Like in ballet, the woman or man runs away from the other only to race back into his or her arms. Two halves become one. The two halves of what, though? Does this completion have to be a a woman and a man? Are these the only two sides that make you one? I mean, look, the traditional union is the completion of a man and a woman. That is how it has been taught, the original recipe. But is man and woman the only ingredients? Can this union be of man and man, or woman and woman, or anything in between? Well. Can it? Look, you know, as well as I do, that sex has nothing to do with this union. It's all about love, not the love of a sunset or the love for a Hebrew national hot dog, which sounds really good right now, or the love for downy, fresh-smelling clothes. It is the love of completion. Spiritual math. One spirit plus one spirit equals one larger spirit, and that feels fucking awesome. Awesome. Do I hear an amen? Union is sacredness. We spend our entire lives on your game board trying to find our way back to you. And the nearest and clearest way here on the ground is to become the big one. Now, if you're an elementary teacher trying to get your students to understand the equivalent fraction, you know what I mean. Am I right? Well, it goes like this. When one-half becomes two-fourths, nothing has changed, you see, because you are multiplying the numerator and the denominator by one. One being two over two, dig it? One-half became two-fourths by multiplying two over two. And guess what? Any number over itself, humility math style, and shall always be the big one. Do you hear my fractalization huh? Am I something? Listen, basically when one half became two fourths, you multiply the top by two and the bottom by two and any number over itself is always one. When you multiply one times any other number, the number remains the same. But with a little mathematical magic, it feels larger. When two people join, they go from two to the big one. They haven't really changed, but yet they have. They remain the same, but yet have increased beyond this union. Deep, huh? No pressure, but there'll be a test on all this on Monday. So you got all week to study. No, don't whine. So being so close to someone else, to know the other person's thoughts, is also comforting, like, um, like two barefoot frozen feet From the cold, standing in a warm cow pie. Mmm, oh yes, how comforting. The flesh, look, it needs intimacy. There are the bullshitters who profess to want nothing to do with another human. Have they looked at the blueprint? We are not designed to be completely and utterly by ourselves. There is a reason that solitary confinement is a punishment in jail, and isolation is used as a form of torture. The fact is that these isofanatics do not live solitary existences. If they go to, to the diner, the grocery store, the ball game, Costco, by themselves, they are with other people. They're surrounded by other people. But it's not intimacy. To get close enough to feel the big one can be scary. I mean, I mean that seriously, God. To feel something too powerful for the flesh to keep contained, like organs, you know, it makes you highly unsettled. So, we deny. We deny a lot. We deny the pain of the homeless on our streets. We deny our daily pains and carry on our way. We deny you. We deny our potential ability to be the big one. Yes, we do. The thought terrifies us. We don't want to be a pool of water. We want to be individual droplets. Look at me. Aren't I the best droplet you've ever seen? Actually, there have and continue to be those who try to produce events to tap into this collective connection. Events that ask the entire world of humans to be silent for one minute or create an unending chain of people holding hands. But there is a quiet urge to become together. Together. That urge does exist. But for too many of his creatures, they find the idea of togetherness hokey. If growing up, and taking responsibilities, hokey, then I advise you to tattoo the word hokey on your chest backwards. Here you go, Miss Prime. As Spider Man states, with great power comes great responsibility. We have the potential to tap into great power, but we are scared to because we would then have to grow up hmm and cast off our child ways to actually be true stewards of this earth, and even of ourselves. We do that. And actually, now that I think about it, why do we do that? I mean, why do we, we, we fend off our responsibility? Well, when we have you, yes! Why do it when we have you? For all that we have achieved since the early days of our evolution, we still look to you to bail us out. And that may be why you may not want to be among us, no matter who tries to chat with you, not mentioning names. If that be true, then and you don't really want to be near us, are we rentals have we rented a part of you? And according to the agreement upon expiration, that which has been rented will be returned. Is that it? Beyond that, <laughs> there really is no connection. Or is the opposite true? Actually, I don't want the truth. I want to believe you are our heavenly big brother, our big one. For better or worse, you know everything about us. Like Santa, you know? Whether we've been good or bad. So, listen, be good for goodness sakes or I will smite thee, mofo. You hear me? Still, I can't imagine it. Eons of listening to our mind dribble. The same thoughts over and over and over. Do I look fat? Does she like me? Did I turn off the stove? fuck. Hang up now. If I were you, that's what I would do. (laughs) Rent me and leave me alone. However, every so often, lightning does strike. An idea flashes with such brightness that it cannot be ignored even by you. Perhaps you monitor us like one would a CB radio. Have it on all the time waiting for something compelling to pierce the boredom. Let's face it. Every generation is very much like the last one. Fashion, buildings, technology, changes, But our basic human feelings, reactions, are anchored like a buoy on the ocean. Very status quo. That is why I am obsessed with being able to mind meld with another. And it makes me wonder about the possibilities. Could we meld with more than one person? Maybe seven people, a group, a crowd, the world. Hey, 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 slow down, buddy. Unfortunately, we, this species, are like those children whose parents sigh because these children are unaware. They're just unaware or too lazy to reach their true potential. But I am asking you, teasing you to not forget that when you least expect it, we will do something spectacular. So, Keep the channel open, good buddy. Who knows? We might someday be able to have the sort of intimacy that allows us to know what you are thinking. (laughs) Well, here's one for you, God. I don't want to read my mind. You can go ahead and guess,
1: that's fine But I don't want you to read my mind The thoughts I have, the places I go They're just for me, I hate to read My mind can be thinking, I and see low See that bubble Well, you can
0: probably read my mind It's that time of the night Time for me to go to bed The babysitter said <laughs> Well I always appreciate you Listening But if you're not listening At least you're not coming down to smite me Well I won't take that last thought to bed with me I won't get to sleep Anyway Night God Rest.